0: Hey everybody, welcome to God Guns and Prep. I am Dax, your host, here with your co-host James today. Hey guys, how you doing? And today we're going to be reviewing the Springfield Hellcat 9mm. Oh goody! We actually had a range day today and went out and shot it, and uh, I gotta say there's good and bad uh, opinions here. I'm going to call them opinions because... (laughs) You could say they're a fact, but in the at the in the end of the day it's really just what we personally think of them, you know um, and everybody's opinion of a handgun is different. I mean how it feels to you is different than how it feels to the next guy. How it shoots for you is usually different than how it shoots for the next guy. I mean, heck, me and James could probably take a, a high point nine millimeter. Shoot it and think different things of it
1: I doubt that because the high, the high point is just i think the I think we'd both have the same general opinions on the half point nine. I mean we could do that right now. Is it a good gun? No is it better than nothing? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think I'd rather throw a rock at the guy.
1: Yep, yeah, but I can shoot. The high point will actually work sometimes. A rock may not work.
0: See, on the man, I feel bad for our listeners. They're like, "Yay, Hellcat!" and we're like, "High point!" and they're like, "What's going on?"
1: We're talking about <laughs> the high point in a minute, and then we're talking about the the other one, the Caltech,
0: the Caltech, the Hellcat. The
1: Hellcat.
0: <laughs> Hellcat. <laughs> Anyhow, but. I've heard a lot of people talk about the... And here's the thing. I can't say much on what I think of the High Point 9 because I've never shot one. I have. Um, But from what I gather from all the YouTubers in the YouTube gun community that I've watched, they're like, yeah, you can pretty much throw it in snow and a break against a rock, and it'll still work. But it sucks. And I'm like, so wait a minute. If it'll work, no matter what you do to it, pretty much. Why does it suck? Because it weighs like 10 pounds. And it's a handgun. I mean, hell, I want a cannon that weighs over a ton. But you're not carrying it in your pocket. I could try.
1: That would be a pretty damn big pocket, carrying a 10 pound or a 100 pound cannon in your pocket. I mean, you know... It's yeah. a cannon. You're not going to be able to put that in your pocket. You couldn't even carry it. I'll
0: just latch it on to the back of me with a harness and wheel it around, man.
1: Oh, good Lord, heaven help me. Anyway, so back to the Hellcat.
0: Back to the Hellcat. Um, so when I shot the Hellcat today, when it comes brand new, it comes with two magazines. One is less rounds. I think it's like 11, 10 or 11 rounds. And the other one is 14. Plus one, obviously. Um, now, I enjoy shooting the Hellcat to a point. In my personal opinion, for a subcompact carry gun, it will definitely do the job. It seems reliable. It. Um, the only real problem I had with it there's two, and the, one, the first one is I have big hands, big sausage hands, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a fatty, I'm a big guy, um, and so I, I couldn't grip it very well, it didn't feel like there was much there to me, and so when I shot it, the recoil was fine, it felt like a subcompact when it recoils, you know, um, but I would say that the shield, for me, I, I like better than the Hellcat in that reason. Also, the spray from the ammunition. I felt like I got a lot more spray from it. Um, but that's just me. I did like the textures on the grip. That was nice. Um, it's It's got... It comes with texture on the grip, so you can grip it better. Uh, if you guys have ever felt skateboard grip tape, that's kind of what it felt like to me. So... And, honestly, would I carry a Hellcat 9mm from Springfield Armory? I would, I would, it's, it's a good gun, it shoots reliably, it's easy to conceal, It uh, the sights are nice I think. The one thing I noticed from the gun, and now this could just be shooter error, which I'm sure it is, but for me it it really shot left. Way left, in my opinion. Um, I had to aim way right to get it to hit the target. So, that was kind of interesting for me. Um, James. What do you think about the Springfield Hellcat?
1: Okay, so... Here's where we differ. Um... Okay. Good points. Did it malfunction at all when I shot it? No, it did not. Um... Okay. Besides that, was it comfortable to shoot? No, it was not. At least not for me. Uh, I have... I don't like skinny, gripped guns. When... Um, I understand... The Hellcat is designed for self-defense. And so, I would not use that as a range toy. So... But... You have to shoot what you're going to use. And to become proficient with it, you have to shoot
0: it. A lot.
1: And so, would it work for me? If that's all I had, I mean, yeah. But I might go back to the cap and ball pistol I had. That's a little more comfortable to shoot. But, you know, if that's what I had, yes, I could use it. But I don't like it. I The... It's very snappy, which, again, it's all because of the gun is small. But I've shot the M&P Shield. Love that gun. I don't have the issues that this does.
0: And, and as so, you guys know that me and James, we carry full-size pistols. Well, mid-size? Full-size?
1: They're, they're considered
0: full-size. Like, I carry the SD-40VE. Uh, Smith & Watson, James carries a Glock.
1: Glock 19?
0: Yeah. So for us, we carry bigger guns because they feel better in our hands. And that's what we could afford, and that's what we got. So, um, but for other people, they don't like carrying bigger-sized handguns. They just don't. It doesn't feel right to them. It doesn't feel good to them. It's harder for them to conceal. I'm pretty fat, so it's pretty easy for me to conceal.
1: And people don't look at me like I would conceal, so they don't care.
0: Yeah. and
1: You know, and that's the truth. I, I actually,
0: I made a test for concealed carry for me. If I can conceal carry it at my mom's house the whole night without her noticing, or my stepdad, it has passed the concealed carry test. Because they're normal people, they don't think about that stuff. And so, if they don't notice a handgun on me, it is obviously concealable.
1: Well, I don't know. I've had. Most people, they. Yeah, I'm very. I'm a little guy. Very. <laughs> I'm littler than most. Let's say. Let's call me that. And.
0: He could be Santa's elf. And not Buddy the elf either.
1: No, I'm under five feet. So, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but... I carry... I carry at work where... It's kind of a... Naughty, naughty, but... I depend on myself for my own protection. I don't depend on anyone else, so... Uh... But no one notices. Not even cops. And... I've had a cop come in and I had to tell them like, they're like, oh, just so you know, I carry. And they're like, oh, I don't care. I'm like, okay. Why are you telling me? Because you're a cop and I'm supposed to? They're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm very, you know. But, and I thought people, because to me, I can, you know, it's all bulky to me. And I'm like, they're like, no, we can't even tell. Oh, all right, cool. So I don't worry about it anymore.
0: Yeah, so recently I started concealed carrying for the first time. And I for sure was like, all people are going to know. It's going to stick out. And here's the thing, I don't tell anybody. I mean, I, I tell, James obviously knows. He's my, you know, like a father-like figure to me. And then you guys know. <laughs> so, but I don't just tell people that I meet, hey, I'm concealed carrying or well, my no, parents or anybody.
1: You know, and I don't do that either. Because that's it's,
0: the point of concealed carry, to be concealed right. so no one knows.
1: You know, it's. I just have a lot of friends who are. I work in a place that has a lot of security, and so I want the security to know that I do. And those are the people that I tell. Yeah. Because they're armed security. And that way, if there's an issue, they know that someone's already there. They're still coming, but it's not, you know, that way I'm not involved in something and I get shot accidentally.
0: Yeah. So, um, now back to the Hellcat. Yep. My apologies, guys. Um, the Hellcat is very concealable in my opinion.
1: Well, it is. It's, it's a small gun.
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty small. You could probably throw it in a pocket and no one would know. So Um
1: But that goes back to gangster carry. We talked about that last week.
0: Yeah, we don't gangster carry around here. Unless you're James. Anyhow. <laughs> Why throw me under the bus? Man, you know man, how many times you know what? Do we need to bring up the truck story? <laughs>
1: Like, yes, let's, I don't think we told I'll that.
0: I'll let you tell the truck story to our viewers. <laughs> oh,
1: good Lord. Okay, so we might have told you, but I had, I bought a Nissan. And it was an old jalopy. Um,
0: Burned oil ain't yep. cooling.
1: Yeah, it, it was a jalopy. But hey, at the moment, it was 800 bucks I could afford. And it was winter time. I needed something. So, Daxton was with me,
0: and I'm week. like sixteen.
1: Yes. Now, Daxton is a big guy. Not, not just fluffy. He's just big. He's a big person. And then we had, I'm like
0: six foot, three hundred pounds.
1: He's a big guy. So, and then you have me, under five feet, hundred and something pounds. So, but we were going down the road, and all of a sudden, Daxton's like. Go here. I was like, and I did a real quick spin off into the parking lot of a gas station, and out comes this really grumpy person, just grow. You know, and he's, he's like,
0: like waving at us, weird, and... and
1: we're like, okay. And he started walking towards us, and I'm like, what's he doing? Now we have Wiggles,
0: and, <laughs> and by the way, the locks in the truck did not work.
1: Well. They did. They just weren't on. We didn't. We didn't lock the truck because it's like. So he comes around to Daxon's passenger side. He opens the door and goes, not my truck. I had a revolver in my pocket printed right on the seat
0: in his coat pocket.
1: Uh huh. Just printed. Boom. And he goes, this is not my truck. Really? I thought it was. I just bought it. Uh, oh, can you take me somewhere? No. So basically, we figured we were going to get carjacked, but he saw me, saw that, and saw an accident. <laughs> and that ended that real fast. Yeah. And then he went back into the gas station. We were like, what just happened?
0: Yeah. The weirdest. <laughs> scenario i've ever seen well i don't know if it's the weirdest but definitely the most like
1: unusual
0: yeah because here's the thing that person let's say he intended on carjacking us okay here's kind of a weird like think about this scene okay let's say james decided yeah we'll give you a ride okay and the guy starts pointing Right. Let's say we put him in the in the bed or whatever. Who knows? Because there wasn't any room in the cab. Um. And he starts pointing. So James turns down those roads, and next thing you know, you're in this kind of secluded area, but still in the city, right? Because if somebody was going to carjack you, they're not going to just do it in plain sight, or they will, but fast. Now, that's, you know, but that also leads things open to the fact that maybe he had a weapon. Maybe he could have killed us and jacked the car.
1: He didn't have a weapon or he would have pulled it.
0: Yeah. But you never so. know. Crazy people, it's just that. They're crazy.
1: Yep. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, but.
0: Like, food for thought there. We could have been seriously injured.
1: We could have been.
0: If James had not had a gun. You know.
1: Well,
0: but he looked at you first and was like... "Eh, ah." Yeah, he looked at me and he was stopped dead in his tracks. And (laughs) Now, now he doesn't know this, but I am not a violent person. I'm I'm a teddy bear for the most part. I can be a violent person. Yeah, I'm not. I'd rather not be. Anyway. But, and so, he would have hit me and I would have been like, Oh, what'd you do that for? Before I got mad, so... And James at that point probably would have been like, hmm, do I pull now or later? Now, later, now, later. Well, Now!
1: I wouldn't, you know, I was just like, because normally I get impressions, let's call them that, um, whether something is bad about to happen. And I didn't get that, so I didn't pull. Normally, if I ever have any sort of inkling of an impression or an intuition, whatever you want to call it, a gut feeling, I'm right, my hand's already on my gun. Oh, yeah. And so, and I've had to do that at work. I, again, this is a reason why I carry. I was at work. We were doing a, uh, we were doing a close, and I had a car pop lights on as we emptied, come out of the thing, come racing towards us, slowed down, about to jump out. I stepped in front of the manager, hand on gun, chest out. And he went on by. He sped up and went. And my boss was like, what would you do that for? I'm like, he was going to jump out. And so, but that's why. Because you can't let, you have to show force without showing force.
0: You know. But, uh, yeah. So, that, yeah. Interesting stories on why you carry. And back to the Hellcat. Better than a rock.
1: Yeah, it is better than a rock. I'd rather have a Glock.
0: Or... A rock. A Glock. Maybe a TikTok.
1: I'd rather have a Sig P220. I like Sig's. I like Glocks. I like guns that actually feel my hand.
0: I have a t-shirt for us, man. It's going to say rocks, glocks, and rolling blocks. Good lord. Heaven help us. (laughs) Guys, help me.
1: Put some comments and stop this madness. He's loony.
0: That is the best t-shirt for a gun podcast I've ever thought of.
1: Do you know what a rolling block is?
0: (laughs) It's a rifle.
1: Okay. What one?
0: What, one? It's a rolling block. That's what they're called.
1: No, a Sharps rolling block. Yeah. You didn't. It's a rolling block, but it's Sharps.
0: I've never said the Sharps before. i just always said rolling block.
1: Anyway, Sharps is one of the companies who made them.
0: Yeah. Isn't the rolling block a breech-loading, single-fire... Yes. uh, ...lever action?
1: It's not considered a lever. lever. No, it's a rolling block. Yeah. And if you've ever... If you've ever seen a rolling block, I don't know if Daxon has, but I used to own one. Um, the reason why it's called a rolling block is because basically you throw the lever down, and it rolls back. You throw a round in, pop back up, and shoot.
0: Yep. So <laughs> that is the best. We okay, guys. We actually do have merch for our podcast. If you decide you want some, we do. We do. Yeah um okay
1: Uh, this is new to me guys
0: and maybe if there's you know some demand for it i'll I'll put a link in the description for it but um yeah so far we have a god guns and prep long sleeve shirt and jackets uh with our logo and everything on it and uh (laughs) james doesn't know about this because i did this on my own time but uh yeah, maybe I'll make a t-shirt for us that says rocks, clocks, and rolling blocks.
1: <laughs> well, yes, but make sure you don't put a Chevy on the rolling block.
0: <laughs> no.
1: That's, well, when I, when you said rolling block, I thought you were talking about t- big trucks.
0: No. A 454 big block. What? But anyhow, guys, let us know what you think about the merch idea. I think it could be interesting. Um, Yeah. Anyway, back to the Hellcat. Back to the Hellcat, again, for the 83rd time. We're weird. I'm sorry, guys. This this, this minute. Um, <laughs> overall, would I carry a Hellcat if I had no choice? Definitely. If I had a choice, possibly.
1: Would I? No. But, I mean, if that's the only thing I could carry... Yeah, but I'd be looking for something else real fast because I don't... It did not feel good in my hands at all.
0: Definitely make sure that something's going to feel good in your hands specifically if you're going to be carrying it.
1: You know, it's like... I mean, because... Did I aim what I shot at? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, was it... Is it a good gun? Yes, absolutely. But I want something that actually feels good in my hands as I shoot.
0: Definitely. Same here. Um, I could hit the target. Uh, I'm sure it was something that I was doing when I, I was probably pulling the trigger rather than squeezing it or something to where I couldn't quite hit right. I didn't really take too much time to figure out what I was doing wrong there. I probably should have, but, um. Well,
1: but each gun is different. Yep. I mean, you shoot your SB40 differently than you do the Hellcat because the Hellcat's a small gun. Yeah, and yeah. so you have to. That was the thing I didn't like is it steady, steady, steady pull. And with the Glock, it's like pop, 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 pop.
0: Yep. You know, it's uh, we, heavy enough. To, but let's tell them about our our range day today, should we? It was yeah, a good range well, day. Yeah,
1: it was.
0: So, we uh, we all brought out some toys. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my wife obviously brought her Hellcat, which is why we shot it. We decided to shoot it so we could review it. Yep. Dashton
1: um, gave it to her for Christmas.
0: Yep. And that's where the um, Hellcat came from. I brought my SD40, obviously, to get some trigger time in and practice with it.
1: And your AR.
0: Well, I was getting there. Uh, oh, James okay. gave me... I don't know why, but... I mean, I'm grateful for this, but... James gave me an AR-15 for Christmas, um, and I am. Hey, know what people do? Man, I love that thing. Actually, apparently
1: not because my mom. She's like, he got that, and I got candy. It's like, well, I don't know what else to get you. <laughs> I've given my mom a gun, and she hasn't even shot it yet. So, but apparently she's like, maybe a handgun. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe for her Christmas birthday, I'll get her something.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I brought out my AR, my SD-40, Denise's Hellcat. Dad brought out uh, his uh, AR-9. <laughs> had a little rapid fire going with that bad boy.
1: Uh-huh. And everyone looked, trying to figure out what we were shooting.
0: Yeah, they were definitely like, ooh. Well, they were like,
1: what the crap he and shooting?
0: it's not like he had, like, a normal Glock mag in this. So he had the 33-round <laughs> stick mags in it. And he's just like ba 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 I was like... And it would like... Literally, you shot and all of a sudden...
1: You're like... Okay, go. Cool. You know, and I'm still trying to figure out how to shoot this thing, because...
0: I mean, I could shoot it fine all day long, but James struggles. Well, and he... I don't... I told... I finally told him, I was like, just yank that bastard back and let it go.
1: I did. And then all of a sudden went... Bah, I was like, woo You It should do that, right?
0: And <laughs> I was like, no, it should. it
1: does yeah yeah, i know but it felt like it was ripping like four or five rounds off in one pop i was like
0: that's what it feels like but that's not what's going on but trust me i was watching
1: oh all right that's what it feels like
0: yep and uh it was the first indoor range where i got permission to pick up my brass what i shot it is pretty cool we actually for the first time i went to get some guns and ammo today for their indoor range uh, here in Utah, in Orem, Utah, they are, I would say that they're a good shooting range to go to, definitely, um, they have you fill out a waiver when you get there, that's a pretty standard thing for indoor ranges,
1: it used to not be, really, yeah, do you know why they do it,
0: people start suing people, I don't know, no, Some idiot messed it up for the rest of us,
1: uh, no, people were actually killing themselves with rented handguns. Really? Yeah.
0: Like on purpose? Suicidal? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Because they do ask on that form, have you had any suicidal thoughts or feelings or tendencies or depression issues lately? Yep. If you mark yes, they're not going to let you go in. So, that does not mean mark no, even if you are feeling depressed. Don't go. Yeah, don't go at all.
1: Or talk to somebody. If you're actually that way, then you need to talk to someone. Definitely. You know, whether it is a professional or even a parent or even a friend, just say, "Hey, I'm having issues." Because we're all we all we're all human. We all have them. You know, people think that there's people, "Oh, no one has those feelings." Every single person has those feelings.
0: Oh, yeah, it's normal.
1: It's a normal thing. It's human. It's just, it's normal. However, what's not normal is the way that society looks at it. Because in this day and age, most people think that, oh, it's just, it'll go away. Well, it will. But if you don't talk to someone, it won't. You know, it's...
0: But anyhow, back to, to get some. Yes, Um, I thought that their customer service there was excellent. Um, Everybody seemed real happy, friendly, cheery. Um, They are very serious and to the point, which is good. I like that. Um, And if you are a reloader and want to go to an indoor range where they actually give you permission to pick up what you shoot, definitely go there. Most ranges will let you do it. Uh, Ready gunner. I don't think you can yes you can can you yeah okay it's I didn't know that
1: yeah most of the time it doesn't because it's your brass technically yeah so you can still pick up your brass you just can't go beyond the lines that they set right which is for uh, safety reasons
0: yeah definitely um but anyhow so Get some guns and ammo is pretty cool. They're a little bit spendier than Ready Gunner for the range. Um, but not, not too bad, honestly. Um,
1: well, that and... We didn't have to wait an hour. Yeah. They were, they were packed today. Ready Gunner was packed.
0: Yep. There's an hour wait to get in. Which means that you probably had a time limit. No?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. It's just they had... They had four or five people ahead of us.
0: Yeah. Anyhow, but um, I like Ready Gunner too. Their range as well. Uh, I don't like their second bay. Their second bay to me, they're like touch screens and stuff, and it'll like it's for training. But honestly, I have a hard time managing those things. They don't work well for me. They're touch screens instead of just the buttons to go in and out.
1: You talking about Ready Gunner?
0: Yeah. Oh. Because you can like. You can't just be like, oh, I want it to go out to this this many feet. You have to set it at random, twist, turn, this, that. No, you don't. On the second bay, yeah. Which I've only been in the second bay once.
1: There's, oh, because I've always, I've been there and they're like, no, you just, it's, you actually, normally when I go to Ready Gunner, I have the, there's always a range master there, you're like. Can we just set this up? Because all of them do that. It's just... Uh, there's just a single button that you have to push to where it will uh, not go back and forth. Oh, okay. So...
0: But, yeah. The, anyhow. I like Ready Gunner's range better, I would say, maybe.
1: Well, it's newer.
0: I, I like their setup, I'd say.
1: Ready Gunner's range is newer than...
0: That's true, yeah.
1: It's a lot newer.
0: Um... I don't know, like, Ready Gunner had, like, built-in counters versus Get somewhere there was just, like, some wire shelves stuck there, which worked fine.
1: Well, right, but like The, it, the range it, rules
0: were different.
1: Most of the range rules are always the same, which you load on the counter, you don't load the gun at the, at the bay.
0: Which is weird, because at Ready Gunner, they make you load the gun at the bay. And you have to case and uncase your firearms in the bay.
1: So, it, that's, well, but if you looked at the, uh, the reason why they made you load, you kept the gun in the bay and ammo, that way it's separated. And that's what they're, at least it gets something. It's separated so that you know that, okay, that gun is empty. I'm now putting ammo in it. Especially if you if you have more than one or two people shooting, you don't want someone thinking that there's no ammo or there's ammo in it and pulling the trigger. On the gun. In the bay.
0: You mean thinking that there's no ammo in it and pulling the trigger?
1: Well, thinking there's no ammo and there's actually ammo in it? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that.
0: Right. So that's why it separated i did like that part of it because um, when they make me load and unload and keep all my ammo in the bay and everything when i bring four guns to shoot that gets to be kind of like it's crowding my counter space i can't focus i feel claustrophobic so the the fact that i could case and uncase my guns on the counter get some and I could keep my ammo over there while I was shooting and well, load my... There was
1: another bench, so...
0: Yeah. See,
1: normally on Ready Gunner, I've asked about that. And you know the table that's behind you?
0: Uh-huh.
1: You can put the guns there.
0: Right, but they have to be in a case.
1: Well, right, but if you're...
0: Which so, is Which is fine, but... But if you're
1: shooting one gun, you're not shooting them all at once. No. You know, you're shooting one, okay, and then you put that in a case and pop the other one out. Yeah so I mean it just depends on what you're doing you know that and most shooters they do a training session with one gun yeah and you know I brought I just had the Glock and the AR9 and that's all I brought I didn't bring the AR
0: yeah all Denise brought was her Hellcat I brought my AR15 and my SD40 Um... The AR-15, I brought it mostly just to break in see how it shot.
1: So how did it shoot? I didn't shoot it.
0: You know what? It shot great. I didn't have any problems with it. The only issue I had with it is I need to adjust my iron sights a little bit. The front post. Um... The flip-up ones that I have. Yeah. And... Because it just... I have to aim super high so it shoots low. Really low. Um... And I didn't really get much time to, I mean I did, but I was kind of, I was kind of trying more to just get it breaking in, get all the parts wearing in it a little bit, because in my opinion, brand new, because nothing's worn down against each other yet, so it's, it's very stiff in my opinion. Um, so I was just kind of trying to get the parts to wear into each other, you know, break in. So, but I, I got it to break in fairly well today. Um, when I got home, I completely disassembled my bolt carrier, which I usually don't do. Um, I took the bolt face off, firing pin out. So you didn't do that when you first,
1: when you first oiled it?
0: No, I did. Usually when I clean them, I don't take it completely apart. Oh. Yeah. With my first AR ever, I don't even think I ever cleaned the bolt. I'd spray it with CLP and then put it back in. I'd clean the barrel in the star chamber. But that was it.
1: Wait. When I first gave it to you you, you, you didn't lube it? You didn't take the bolt face off?
0: Not from my first AR.
1: No, I'm talking about this one.
0: No, this one. I pulled everything apart.
1: And then you oiled it and then put it back together. Yep. The first day or whatever. Yep.
0: First day I had it. Alright. So.
1: Well, you, when you were cleaning it today, you said there was a whole bunch of gunk. So I was like, so that's what made me wonder if you would actually, if there was gunk that you didn't pull that off when you first oiled it or whatever. No, I did. Okay. So there was no gunk when you did put it back on. No,
0: it was all clean. Alright. It
1: is a brand new gun, so it should be.
0: Yeah. So I just basically... I lightly lubed everything in it when I first took it apart. So I I took like a couple cotton cleaning patches, sprayed some CLP on them, and wiped everything down with oil. Normally, with just
1: so that our audience knows, most time when you're when you're oiling a new AR, oil the crap out of it because you don't want to do you don't want to be wimpy with oil on an AR when you're first shooting it or when when you first get it most of the time they're not oiled and they if they are they have the
0: factory factory grease, oil.
1: grease or oil and it's not real good you don't really want to run that you want to clean it and then actually put some clp or
0: hops whatever you use
1: well hops isn't an oil hops is a cleaning solvent
0: hops does have a lubricant
1: well right but anyway that's it so the so you have to oil it and you oil the bolt face the most where it goes in and out of the bolt carrier yep. Um, lube that as much as you can because that piece is actually the reciprocating piece that uh, holds your firing pin and moves back and forth so there's a lot more friction there
0: yep. and that
1: friction ring those of you who don't know, there's a friction ring on, uh, kind of like on a piston. Basically, it is a piston, but it's a friction ring on the bolt carrier. And if that's not looped, it can uh, jam. Yep. It can get dry and get stuck. So,
0: just oil it. So the goes. first time you run it, you have to oil the crap out of it. When you get to where you're running it more and more and more, and you're cleaning it, after every time, obviously, as you should in my opinion. um, Then it will get to where it's just always going to be oiled and have plenty of it usually, so you're not going to have to worry about it as much.
1: It just depends on how often you shoot it. Yeah. Because if you shoot it and then put it in the storage case for like six months and not shoot it, you got to oil it before you shoot
0: it. Yep, you're going to want to oil it first.
1: You want to clean it first because (sighs) even if it's in the safe and not doing anything or in a gun...
0: Oil dries.
1: Well, not just that. For whatever reason, you'll get dust bunnies where there's no dust, and you're like, how? Okay.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: it's like they go, it's like they multiply.
0: Yeah. I don't know how they do that on my Glock when... They breed like rabbits.
1: Ha <laughs> ha well, they multiply, but...
0: Ha <laughs> Pun intended. Anyhow.
1: Pod intended? Pun Oh, pun. you said pun. I thought you said pod. I'm like, well, we're You're doing a pocket.
0: Right, I called James a pod and threw an earplug at him.
1: That's nasty.
0: I don't know where it came from. You? It was in my pocket. Oops.
1: Ew, so it was in your ear.
0: Pro- probably. Yuck, you sick <laughs> yeah. Owl. Yeah. Nasty,
1: Anyhow. now i got ear yonder.
0: Thank All you, right. everybody, for listening in. Um, we have... Oh, I already told you guys about our special guest coming up. No, we haven't. Oh, we haven't? No. Okay, guys, so... If I haven't told you guys about this at the beginning of the podcast, I thought I did, but I obviously didn't. Um, as soon as we hit 50 listeners, we are 49 listeners right now, guys, which is huge for us. Um, once we hit 50 listeners, we have a confirmed guest lined up who is... Very experienced in the gun field. He is, he's... He's an older gentleman. He has a gun collection like I've never seen before. Except for with him, really. Um, he's got some cool stuff. He's got like a Martini Henry. He's got a bunch of different cool guns. I'm not going to name off all his stuff because <laughs> that's for him to decide what he shares and doesn't. And there's. he's got too much to name off anyways.
1: He's got stuff that I've never even seen before.
0: Yeah. And... Um, and we'll we'll just we'll let him decide what he wants to share with you guys, but uh, right now he's recovering from COVID. Um, he's he's over it obviously and has been quarantined properly and all that. But he's still trying to get his voice back and stuff. And once he does, he's coming on, guys. His name is Glenn. He is our guns. I, I'd like to say he's our gunsmith in a sense. Like if we have a problem, we take it to him. So. Just
1: so you guys know, how Daxton thinks of me as a father figure, I think of Glenn as a father figure. Yep. Because I would do anything for Glenn and vice versa. You know, it's like, and I don't ask this man to do stuff because I, yeah,
0: Yeah. I (laughs) care
1: about him very much.
0: He's an awesome guy. And... uh, He's kind of funny, too. You know, I can't wait to have him on here and share some facts with you guys. Tell us a little bit about his career in gunsmithing and just being a... a, Tell us about how he got into guns, even. It'll be fun, I think. So, uh, tune in for that, guys. Hopefully, that'll be in the next few weeks here. And uh, I cannot wait for what this channel has in store for us in the future. And, you know, I just want to thank all of our new listeners for tuning in. Uh, We love you guys, and, you know, we have a Facebook page if you ever want to, you know, shout out a comment or something of like, hey, you guys should review this gun, or, hey, you guys should do more of this. It's funny as hell, and we pissed ourselves when we heard it. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is, let us know. And uh, as always, guys, have a wonderful night.
1: And God bless.
0: Good night.